0: Hey, what's up? This is Johnny McBee, and you're listening to the Burn This World podcast. How you guys doing? We're starting off the year 2022 and that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy in a few ways because somehow I kept thinking it was 2023. And that just goes to show how the past couple years have gone, dude. Time is just gone. Like straight up, I don't I don't even know what year it is now. <laughs> but looking at the calendar, it's 2022, and so I started off this this year by taking time off devices and social medias and everything to kind of hang out, get my, get my footing down in Texas. I'm going to be camped out down in Texas for the majority of this year, working with my knife company, Fearless Knives. And, um, yeah, I, it just stayed off social media, relaxed, got set up and are chilling and having fun with my family. And with that, I've sitting around and thinking about a lot about Everything going on and my plans because I'm a big time planner. I'm I'm not much of a um, take the bull by the horns and see where it goes type of dude. I'm very much so you know walk on a de- predetermined path type of dude. <laughs> you know that's just how I do it. I I plan everything out and I overthink everything and for better or for worse that's just what I do. And so I'm sitting here trying to plan my next like three years out and I don't even know what sort of position the world's going to be in, in two or three years. So, because who knows, like we've seen so far. So in the past two years, I don't know, drop of a dime, everything can change. And with that, there's a lot of stuff that has changed recently and a lot of stuff that is very, um, life changing personally, that determines a lot of this kind of stuff. And so on this podcast, I'm going to kind of talk about the current state of the industry, touring, um, music in general, and my plans on living in that world, because that's the world we're in, is the, is the very confusing one, for sure. And the first thing that I want to say is I'm happiest I've ever been in my life, 100%. I'm, I'm very, very fortunate to have started a business that has been very successful so far and I still get to travel full time. I'm still kind of living the same life. I'm traveling all over and interacting with people and a, a really good product that, um, you know, get, allows my family to see the country. And so I think that's awesome. And, just thrown out there, that's kind of the basis of where, you know, that's one big thing that changes a lot of calculation here. Not that I would ever give up music for a business. That that's actually a conversation I've had with my with my wife is that I would give up the business to still be able to be a creative person. That is one hundred percent my focus in my life and what I feel is my purpose is to be a creative person and inspire people creatively. And so that's a hundred percent what, what drives me. And this new business is just going to give me the ability to be even more creative because now I'm not so concerned of the money in the creative process. I'm it's, it's not a concern. The, the point is to just create ev- anything and everything that I want. And I think one of the coolest things that's happening right now um in the metal scene is there's this new life that's been breathed into the metal scene. And I th- I I was doing some interviews yesterday for the new album and I brought this up on one of them because he asked me like what is it like why does it seem like there's a new uh new love for deathcore or heavier stuff. And I didn't thought about it until he asked me that. And I think there's a few different reasons for it, but a big one is I think that a lot of the, the old the older mainstay, you know, deathcore, metalcore bands I think that they've gotten really boring. I don't mean to say that in a way to be like mean or anything to another artist, but just boring in the sense of the songs aren't weren't they were and also the they've been around for a long time. You can you can only see a name so many times, you know, before you're just interested want to be interested in something else. And so we're talking, you know, two decades at this point. Some of these bands have existed, you know, at least 15 years for most of them. Uh the Brownings has been around for twelve years now. Shoot. And I just think that a lot of the stuff that a lot of these bigger tier bands, you know, especially on the metal core side is writing is very lackluster. A lot of the metal core side of the big bands, they're trying to get this rock, this radio rock play and doing, writing these rock songs and the people, the fans didn't grow in that way. The fans still want heavy music just because you're quote unquote mature or doesn't mean that the listening fan base wants to listen to music for 50-year-olds. That's not what's happening in in the fan base, you know? They still want heavy music. Like, just because you're a metalcore band and you played some shows with, you know, some big rock bands and you saw their success does not mean it's going to work for you, you know? And again, I'm I'm not trying to be mean to any other artist. I'm just saying, like, the fans want heavy stuff. In this heavy genre and very few people have grown to just wanting, you know, rock music. Obviously, a lot of people expand and they're okay with that that kind of evolution. But I think overall, you need, you also still should want to appeal to younger people getting into the genre or those people that are, you know, metal mainstay fans. You know, they want to hear older style metalcore or deathcore or whatever. And so I think people were burnt out with all the older mainstay bands, like for real. And so a lot of these younger bands that, you know, maybe they're putting out their second or third album or fourth album that were smaller this whole time, Mm -hmm. people are kind of searching for new stuff and are getting super excited when they hear a young band that they've never heard of that's writing really aggressive, non-quote-unquote sold-out music. And they're hearing stuff like brand new for the first time and the production is sick and the music videos are cool and they just are like, wow, this is, this is fresh and this is new. At least it's something that is being um, extreme, like what people want, or it's at least being creative in a way that's not just trying to get radio rock singles or stuff. And so I think that's the biggest driving force with these these bands that are getting this hype out of nowhere. I think it's that people are looking for new stuff because a lot of the older bands are just boring now, big time. Big time boring. And I think that's where it's going to push the the older bands to need to rethink their path, you know, because they're they're going to get overtaken by these these smaller up and coming bands. You know, I mean the numbers don't lie. These a lot of these bands that are dropping albums, like their third album, they're pulling huge numbers right now. And that's that's so good to see. And it's so good to see, like, so much hype for new artists. Where for a while, it's like people only cared about a tour if, you know, Whitechapel was on it or something. And now it's like people are looking at the, the underbands, the undercard bands, you know, as to why they want to go. Like there is that Suicide Silence Carnifex Lorna Shore tour that got hit. And Lorna Shore's like, you know, the third from last band, and everyone is super stoked to go to that concert to see Lorna Shore. That's awesome. It's good that there's younger bands that are getting people excited for for heavy music again. And so for me personally, man, i I was already one to do this. A lot of people that were on my Twitch streams knew that I've, I always write all sorts of different styles of metal and I really want to do like a very, very heavy, almost slam side project. It would probably be more considered death core, but you know, from my perception of what slam could be, it would be that. And I think that the state that the the industry is in, I think a project like that could be very successful. I've even considered doing like a fit for an autopsy and writing all the music and uh, everything and getting a band together and they go out and tour it, you know, so that I can write the music and do my creative aspect, but I don't have to go do the the grinding tours again and I can manage a really young and fresh band that I'm still um, being a creative force in. I think that would be really awesome. I would love to do that. And I have all sorts of projects that I'm, that I'm considering doing. And um, then also one of my big focuses this year... percent i need I guess not need but I'm gonna say need because that's just how I am I need to finish the next Browning album this year 100% that's my goal And there's a lot of reasons for that Um, My life is in a whole new direction right now in so many different ways And uh, this is my last record on this contract that I'm on currently And I think the band's in a new spot where the renegotiation with the label or the thought of being independent and everything is a really interesting thought. And so I I really want to finish this album this year so that it can come out early because here's another thought is that if the Browning does start touring consistently again, it will be after COVID's like completely done. And whenever COVID's completely done, I could have a whole nether album out so I could do like a two part headliner tour where we play end of existence and whatever the next album is, you know, do a huge headliner where it's just, you know, I do an hour and a half set of the two new albums that haven't been toured on yet. I think that would be awesome. And um, I just think that there's a lot of stuff in the in the modern world of music that kind of need to be rethought in a lot of ways. And the biggest thing is how do you operate as a band in a world where touring could just be taken away from you in a millisecond? That was never a thought before COVID. Like touring was always the thing that was consistent and was the thing that was always there for me as an artist that allowed me to live and allowed me to interact with fans and now i think that the tables have turned i think that covid kind of brought it to sight that you could be a successful band and not have to be out there grinding tours 10 months out of a year and especially in my current state of you know being a a, a family man but also a business owner it it just it would be such a sacrifice i guess Not in a, not necessarily a negative way, but I would have to really like consider if a tour is worth it for me to go out and do it. And just because I would have to take time away from the family, I would have to take time away from the business and I would have to dedicate it on something that could potentially be just like shut down in the middle of it. Like what a nightmare that would be. Um, And so... Really, I've been asked a million times so far this year, and it just started, like, are you going to tour? When's the next tour? And um, my answer to that is, I don't know. I really don't. We've been offered a bunch of tours, and I've turned them all down. None of them are speaking to me as being like, yes, I need to do that. Because I do feel like the next tours need to be headliners, but we're getting offered these tours that are pretty sweet support slots, but really... Um, I just can't put my, my life into someone else's hands or into a virus's hands to just be like, uh, oh, do what you want. It's out of my control. You know, that's, that's not how I can operate in, in my current life setup, you know? And so I'm, there's some bands that are touring very successfully right now. You know, these new up and coming bands, they're having really sick, like tours. And that makes me look at and be like, man, maybe we can do it. But then also there's bands that are canceling tours. There's bands that are postponing, 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 canceled, you know. And that's the last thing I want to do. I don't want to disappoint the fans in that way. And so how it used to work is I would tour, I would tour, then I'd have a couple weeks off, I would stream. I would interact with the fans personally. Then I would tour and tour for three months, and then I would stream for a month, and then I would go back on tour. And so now I think I kind of need to flip the perspective there. I think what's going to work best in the modern world is to focus on this personal, consistent interaction with the fans and you do the live shows as the, the top of the cake. I don't, (laughs) I don't think that's a saying, but I'm going to make it a saying, the top of the cake, you get to interact with the band on a personal level, but then you get these special live events. You know, you get the, the two tours a year or one tour a year but you're interacting on a daily or weekly basis with with the band so I think that's more important I think that people consume music a heck of a lot more from home than they do at live concerts so to put such a focus on the live concert seems a bit weird and also through running this business it's also kind of made me change my perspective on how I should be running a business of the band But that's also due to the modern world. Like Concerts were always really consistent money, and now they're not because your money could just be taken away due to a city ordinance or a virus outbreak. So the online, 100%, is the only way to have consistent money in a band, I think, in the current world. And so I should be focused, the business part of the band, on online interaction, even if it's just for growth. Because with my current life, I don't need to focus on the money of the band anymore. It's just on the creative aspect. So, And honestly, how I've always interacted with the fans online is through being creative. You know, live streaming music, writing, and stuff like that. And so that can be my complete focus. And then have these really special occasions where we have a tour. Or, you know, a, a fly-in date or a festival or something. And I think that's how most bands should probably consider operating in the future. Um, unless if, you know, COVID lifts and then everything's just fine, but then it's still a concern just that at the drop of a pin, boom, everything shut down again, who knows? And so that, that freaks me out, but it does give me hope that people are out there and doing it very successfully right now, but hopefully sooner than later, this won't even be a concern and we can just do whatever we need to do to make the fans happy. And I know live shows is a huge thing for fans and for me as an artist, like honestly metal, the whole point of it is a live concert for me. It's you don't get energy like that in any other genre. And so being able to perform live is to me, the whole point of this music, but I mean, but that's just me. I think that a lot of people listen to metal when they game or drive or work out. So for a lot of people, I think that they're consuming music a heck of a lot more than I do. I mainly listen to podcasts now. Um, And then I listen to my own music. And it's funny, uh, with my beginning of the year break, I took like two weeks off of everything. And that was even like listening to music. And I didn't listen to End of Existence for like two or three weeks i just listened to it for the first time like two days ago and holy crap it is such a good album like really stepping away from it and going back to it and just jamming it it made me happy it really did i i really think i i grinded myself out on listening to that album nonstop for you know a long time but i think that like really listening to it kind of with fresh ears man I can really appreciate it, and it is such a good record. Every song is so standout, and every song is just sick, and I think that I really stepped up quite a bit. And so um, also this year, I have a couple big focuses, but yeah, my biggest focus is the new Browning record. I need to work on it, and I'm, I'm planning on doing... Live streaming. I plan on doing some stuff so that I can show everything as well, just like I have the past two records, and so I'm excited to do that. But my biggest thing this year um, is to just be happy and stress free. I'm at a point where everything is very easy, like it's easy going. My my business it has a really easy schedule. You know, I work on the weekends, the five days between I'm hanging out with my family and working passively for online stuff and, you know, planning. I do a lot of scheduling (laughs) and, um, those days I can be working on music or, you know, all this kind of creative stuff. And so I just want to be stress-free and I want to be happy and I want to write music. That's my plans for this year, really. I don't want to force any stressful situations. So as far as touring and whatnot, if it really seems like it's solid and going to be non-stressful, which touring is never non-stressful, it's a it's a big thing, especially now it's been two years since I've played a show. That's going to be stressful, <laughs> getting up there and doing that, man. I I mean, it's I've never not played a show, and so it's very weird to think about that, but... It might be something I have to reinvigorate myself on. I might have to freaking work out some <laughs> to be able to get back in the groove of that amount of cardio. But yeah, be expecting new Browning music this year and also be expecting me to do a lot of interaction with you guys. I want to do this podcast very, very consistently. It's it's one of my big focuses for a lot of reasons. But also the same... Um, Set up with writing the new album. I'm going to try to make that happen as well. So, well, that's kind of my plans for this year. Write music, build my business, wait to see what happens with COVID, and be happy. (laughs) And so, yeah, I just want to do a quick little breakdown episode on my thoughts on the current situation of everything going on and my plans. And be ready for a bunch of episodes talking about the browning. I want to do one of my thoughts with... uh, An episode, or not an episode, but a series. I want to go from the beginning of the Browning, literally when I very first started writing stuff, to where we are now in a history. I think that'd be awesome. It'd be cool for me to reminisce on a bunch of stuff. And um, I think it'd be cool for people to hear my side of everything and my growth as an artist. And so plan on doing a whole bunch of stuff. But yeah, appreciate you guys being here. And we'll see you on the next episode. Peace out.